Welcome back to the Eucatropolis podcast. I'm your host, James Hill. In two days' time, it'll be Christmas. And I don't know about you, but when that Christmas music starts rolling into our speakers and into our playlists in early December, every year I'm amazed at the convergence of jazz and Christmas music and how ubiquitous jazz has become around this time of year. You know, it's the only time when everyone listens to jazz. And uh, to celebrate that, just today I released a tutorial and an arrangement of a jazzy version of Deck the Halls. And you can check that out for free at eucatropolis.com um, slash Deck the Halls. You can watch the 15-minute tutorial and download the free sheet music. It's super fun. Uh, it's deceptively simple. Only uses three chord shapes. But once you start learning it, I think you'll see that, you know, this is one of those things you just sit around on the couch all Christmas with your ukulele and you just sink your teeth into because the chords are changing on like every single beat. It's really fun. It's like a little musical puzzle for you to just tinker away with over the holidays. It goes like, deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa la 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 Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 Don we now our gay apparel, fa la 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 Troll the ancient yuletide carol, fa la la So that's the arrangement I put together, or at least that's a taste of it. And you can check out the step-by-step tutorial and download the sheet music with the, all the chord diagrams. You can check that out at eucatropolis.com slash deck the halls. That's just a little Christmas gift for you, and I hope you enjoy it. But what I really want to focus on here and take a little bit of a deep dive into is why jazz has become so closely associated with Christmas music and why it's become the de facto soundtrack of Christmas. I think one of the reasons is that a lot of these songs that we now associate with this time of year, the classics like um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside, White Christmas, these are sort of standard jazzy Christmas tunes, these were all being written and popularized in the 40s and 50s. And of course, that was just a very jazzy era. That was the the musical language of, of the time. But I don't think that totally explains the, the uh, convergence of, of jazz and Christmas music. I, I honestly think that um, it's because... Jazz allows us to 
explore and redefine and reshape music that we have heard a lot. It, it is the language of change. Jazz is the language of change. And, you know, we hear these songs every single year. And they say that familiarity breeds contempt. And, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure about that when it comes to music. I think jazz gives us uh, an escape hatch from that fate. <laughs> I, think, I think that jazz allows us to reinterpret rather than uh, fall into contempt. And, you know, when I've heard something uh, every year for now 40 years of my life, I'm very open to new versions of that song. I welcome new uh, interpretations of these songs. What I think is going on is that when you hear a jazzy rendition of a familiar tune, you are still hearing the original in the background. Almost subconsciously, you are still hearing the standard way that it's played. You know, when I play... I play Deck the Halls, somewhere in the back of your mind, you're still hearing... Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa la 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 la. And that version is kind of playing against the version that I'm singing, the new version, though. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. And it's a bit like one of those puzzles where you put two pictures side by side and try to spot the differences between them. There's a lot of delight in noticing and feeling the differences between one version and another, between the traditional version and the jazzy version, or at least the the changed version. It doesn't have to be jazzy, but so often it is. And so I think we've got things that are familiar, that are played in a familiar way. And those things, you know, if somebody just plays Deck the Halls straight up, I'm I'm not that interested. I mean, I'm kind of like, okay, sure. That's fine, but you know, why don't I why do I need another recording of that? And then you got people who play things that are unfamiliar in unfamiliar ways. So if I heard a song that I've never heard before and I heard it in an unfamiliar style, well that's not that appealing either because I don't have anything to grab onto. There's no foothold for me in that performance. But if I have something familiar played in an unfamiliar way, there's a certain amount of delight in that. There's a kind of voltage between the way I know it and the way I'm hearing it. Those two things are not together. There, there's, a, there's a separation between them. There's my expectations and there's what I'm getting <laughs> in the moment. And if those two things are different... That can be very off-putting for some people, but it can also be really delightful for other uh, listeners. And I think that's where you get that happy convergence of familiar and unfamiliar. Familiar songs played in unfamiliar ways. And I guess as a musician, as an artist, somebody who's always thinking about this kind of stuff, one of my big questions is, how far can you go with that? You know, where is the breaking point? How far can I push a thing before it 
loses its link to the tradition, and it now becomes something unfamiliar in an unfamiliar way. And in fact, just before I hit record and started this podcast, I was messing around with some chords. And I just started singing. Silent Night. And what I just sang had almost no resemblance to that traditional version. And if you liked what I just did, then it's probably because you had the original, you know, playing in your mind as you were hearing the new version and you were comparing the two subconsciously and you were enjoying that there were differences and that you we're recognizing those differences just the way you enjoy those puzzles where it's like spot the difference and you liked the distance between what you expected and what you got and if you didn't like what you heard then either that gap was too far or you don't like those kind of puzzles (laughs) and that's totally fine but This is all impossible without extreme familiarity. It's the familiarity that breeds the freedom to play these songs in new ways and have them still land with audiences. I mean, we could just uh, keep going here and try another one. Uh, I've been working really hard on my new online ukulele course, which is called Ukulele Jazz. And so I'm very much in the jazz mindset. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Billie Holiday. Uh, later on in the jazz course, I talk about Billie Holiday and her amazing innovations around rephrasing melodies. Rephrasing is basically reinterpreting a melody, often completely rewriting the melody so that there's not even a single note from the original. She she would take a song like On the Sunny Side of the Street and she would just change every single note. If you listen to that recording of hers, it's amazing. It still feels like On the Sunny Side of the Street because of the lyrics and because of the, the spirit of her performance. But if you listen closely, you know, every note is different. And so um, in that vein, let, let me try something a little jazzier here. Mm-hmm. Um, silent night, holy night, oh. 
infant soul Tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace Silent night Holy night so much fun to wander around and, and try new pathways through this this same garden you know it's just it's magical and this is all made possible by the familiarity that we have with these melodies without that it's just something unfamiliar played in an unfamiliar way and as you listen to that you either enjoyed the difference between what you expected and what you got, or you didn't. But that's what's happening here. We've got something old and something new at the same time. We've got something sweet and something sour. You know, we've got something hot and something cold. And it's the friction between those two things that either turns your crank or doesn't turn your crank. But that's why when it works, it really works. And I guess the bigger point here is look at the resilience of these songs. Look at the resilience of these melodies. We can go so far from those traditions. We can stray so far from those melodies and we still feel the warmth of those original compositions. We can stray so far from our traditions and still feel the warmth of those traditions. We can take a cue from these songs that, and, and the way that they bounce back. Not only bounce back, but reveal more of themselves as we twist them and turn them and look at them from different perspectives. And I think that's a message that we can all cling to this year when so many of our traditions are being upended and you know I see it in my immediate family I see it in my extended family everything is different this year the Christmas dinner is in the carport and yet we are resilient just like these songs our traditions are resilient just like these songs the traditions are way more flexible than we give them credit for being I think we're going to discover that this year. I think as we twist and turn and reinterpret what we think of as normal, we are going to find new pathways. We're going to establish new patterns and discover new traditions and be delighted by the changes. We're always going to have in the back of our minds the way things were. 
that's always going to be running like like that old reel to reel in the back of your mind playing your memories on repeat and yeah this year is going to be different but there can be great joy in that and that's what i wish you this holiday season is great joy in a time of great uncertainty Thank you for joining me for this Christmas episode of the Yuktropolis podcast. Don't forget to check out yuktropolis.com slash deck the halls for a tutorial on my jazzy version of deck the halls, as well as free sheet music to download and enjoy while you're strumming through the holidays. I'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. I wish you a joyful holiday full of traditions both new and old and until next time keep on strumming